to Here So We Don't Get Fined. My name is David. My name is Thomas. And we are back with another episode. Got lots of headlines to go through. Uh, This was a crazy week in the NFL. That it was. This was a wild week. I think this week was telling about a few different teams, and we'll get to that. Um, But I think it was a, a good week nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, I had something to start off, and I forgot what it was. It was funny. It was making fun of you. It was awesome. Me? Yeah. What did I do? I don't remember. That's what, that's the problem. Well, that seems aggressive. I'm just trying to sit here and enjoy recording a podcast, and you're scheming up ways to make me look bad. We have plans in like two hours, and you're wearing a bathrobe. Uh, are the plans now? So I don't want to hear anything. Uh, are the plans right now? Obviously not. We're well, recording then a what podcast. difference doesn't make what I'm wearing, dude? Don't worry. I'll be I'll be dressed like a, an adult. You sounded like a high surfer right there. You said, what difference doesn't matter what I'm wearing, dude? I'm just going out on the waves, man. That's not what I sound like. I'm just saying, bro. Like, have you ever been on like the West Coast, man? Those waves, dude. They're like. Do you follow that guy on TikTok who speaks like that? Oh uh, no, nah, dude. Dude, you're doing it like really good. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, no, but like, there's a guy on TikTok who like reacts to things and has like. Oh, really? no, I think and I know who you're talking about. Dude. And, like, one of them was, like, cotton swabs, and he's like, whoa, cloud cleaning things, man. Yeah, dude, I do know who you're talking about, dude. Yeah, yeah, and he's always got the, yeah. like, squinty eye and the beanie just barely on, you know? Yeah, no, I know who you're talking about. I do not follow him. I do not remember what I was going to bring up. It was going to be interesting. It was going to be fun. It was going to be funny. That's the biggest thing. But uh, Was it about football? It was not. I don't think so. Was it about hockey? I don't. I don't think it was about sports. I think it was about you. Was it about soccer? I don't think it was about sports. I think it was just about you. It was about UFC. I don't think it was about sports. Was it about chess? I don't think it was about sports. Was it about beauty pageants? Anyway, there's a lot of headlines to get to. Um, let's start off with. The Buffalo Bills are dead. I think everyone's panicking a little too much. What do you mean, dude? No, when they were five and three, yeah, they were panicking too much. Mm-hmm. When they were losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to at the beginning of the season, they were panicking too much. We're over halfway through the season. Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. I think they're panicking too much about Josh Allen. There are problems on that roster. And, yeah, Josh Allen hasn't been elite like he usually is. He's been terrible. But, like, hold on, hold on. What, what What's today's date? The 16th? Yeah. Okay, so we're halfway through November. So we're talking about a quarterback who has not been, a, not been good the last two weeks. But he's coming off in October where he went uh, – he had 1,400 yards, 71 completion percentage, 12 touchdowns, and four interceptions. Like, let's not pretend like he's been this lost puppy all year, you know? I think the th- I think the time to panic when it comes to Josh Allen is if Diggs forces his way out this year. People are saying that the Miami Dolphins are fake because they haven't beat a team with a winning record. Okay. Right? 
But the teams they've lost to are very good teams, including this Bills team uh, coming off two a 38 and 37 point performance back in a row. This is when we thought this Bills team was going to win it all. Like this yeah. was the best, most efficient offense we've seen the Bills play with in years. So they lost to the Bills. Uh, they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, the reigning Super Bowl champion, the current favorite to repeat and win the Super Bowl once again. Yeah, and uh, the Chiefs the favorite to win always the AFC, had the Bills right? number. And then the Philadelphia Eagles, far and away the best team in the uh, NFC. A lot of people would argue the best team in the NFL right now because they have the best record. Those are the three losses of the Miami Dolphins. Let me tell you the losses of the Buffalo Bills. Hit me. Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. The Jaguars, who I think a lot of people are questioning, especially that defense and the way Trevor Lawrence is playing as of late. They didn't lose this game, but the only reason they didn't lose it is because Tyrod Taylor's an idiot, the Buffalo Bills. They lost to arguably the worst team in football. Or not, I said Buffalo Bills. I meant the New York Giants. Um, Arguably the worst team in football right now. The record doesn't show it, but... The uh, New England Patriots got – I mean, their defense just allowed Mac Jones yeah. to look like freaking Tom Brady out there. Then they lost to the Bengals. Uh, and in their defense, they were in the middle of a four-game win streak when they lost to the Bengals. But then they lost to the um, – probably the most inept team that we've seen over the last two seasons in the Denver Broncos. Yeah. So people are panicking about – the Miami Dolphins. I think if there's a top-end team in the AFC that people need to be panicking about, it is the Buffalo Bills. Because they don't have losses to incredible teams. They have losses to really bad teams. Their defense is making horrible offenses look great. Their offense is making bad defenses look great. And this is a team that, after week four, has just been disappointing. There's no other way to put it. Disappointing, greatly disappointing. Josh Allen has the most turnovers in the league so far this year. Josh Allen has the most turnovers in the league since he came into the league. Josh Allen has a problem holding on to the ball. This offense isn't looking good. They're not getting Stephon Diggs as involved as he should be. Their run game is absent, at least has been the last few weeks. In my opinion, it is legitimately time to worry about the Buffalo Bills. I, I mean, they did fire their offensive coordinator. They did. They did. Ken Dorsey. He's at, which I don't think is a horrible decision. Don't know that it's the right decision. Don't know that it's going to make any real difference. I, I think that there's definitely things that need to be addressed, but I also think that this also could be a problem that's in exacerbated. Exacerbated. That's the one. Uh, by how intense of a division they play in. Because, like, yeah, they lost to the Jets, but, like, the Jets have been carried by their incredible defense this whole season. Not to mention that it's a divisional game, and those are always just slugfests. I mean, we saw it kind of last year with the AFC West. We thought that that would be the division, and they just grinded each other down so incredibly hard that there was a team that was really good, and then there were three disappointments okay so then what about the broncos loss the broncos loss i mean the broncos are a bad team one week and then a good team the next week okay what about the jags loss the jags i i wasn't that game in london what about no 
It was? Yes, it was. Well, what about duh. the most disgusting game the Buffalo Bills have played in the last two years against the Giants, which they happened to win? No, that was a tough one. That was a tough one. So, like, I understand if it was all divisional losses, I would understand. That right. would be terrible because the divisional wins are the most important. But I would at least understand. But they're not. Well, I'm not I'm not necessarily just talking about, like, the playing those divisional opponents impact on the record. More so, like, just the physicality of the games. Like, it's got to wear you down specifically as an individual player. And it might cause players to start to, I don't want to say hear footsteps, but, like, if a player gets hit a lot in one game, it's reasonable to suspect that they might be a little sensitive to getting hit the next game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, Josh Allen had three turnovers against the Bills. He, the team against the Bills against the freaking Broncos. Why do I keep saying that? Against the Broncos, I I just I don't know, man. I'm worried about him. I'm worried to about me, him, and I hate it because I like Stephon Diggs. I like Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs. If Stephon Diggs isn't on that team, it it feels dramatic to say, but I feel like oh no, if Allen Stephon is Diggs, substantially worse. Yeah, like, so like really fast, right? It's not a stretch. To say that Stefan Diggs is Josh Allen's favorite target, probably of his career, right? That's a pretty yeah. yeah. And it, I don't I don't think it'd be super a super stretch to say that before Diggs it was Cole Beasley, right? I have no idea. Well, Beasley in forty nine games had uh, two hundred thirty one catches, twenty four hundred yards, eleven touchdowns. Diggs. And 10 more games. That's not great. Has 408 catches, 5,000 yards, and 36 touchdowns from Josh Allen. That's a night and day difference. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think, and I guess this is like a, it's not a guarantee that Diggs is gone at the end of the season. If Diggs is gone, though, at the end of the season, then yeah, sound the alarm bells. because Okay, but with Diggs. Yeah. They're putting this garbage on no, the they football are. field. They are. They are. That's I my, think... So why is it, oh, when he leaves? They're playing bad when he's here. No, no, he is. But the way I perceive the Bills, or they are. Sorry, not he is. The way I perceive the Bills are they're a team that rises to their opponent or drops to their opponent. So, like, yes, the, the, game against the, the games against these mediocre opponents are bad. But I still have full confidence that when they play a bigger opponent going forward the rest of the season, that they will play to that bigger opponent. But I don't watch a whole lot of Bills games. I don't know, man. I'm worried about them. I think people got worried about them last year after the playoffs, and I thought that was too early. Yeah. Ten games in, being five and five, I think it's time. So what do you think the solution is? I have no idea. Sorry, I don't know that one. Thank you, Alexa. Special guest host. Uh, Why? Why does she randomly? It's so that the like AI stays. Fluid Stop it. So that it doesn't like break. Interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I'm not an expert. They need to get a better offensive line. I yeah. do know that. I, I I mean I think that's something that every team can always improve. They need to use the run game better. Yeah, I'm uh, a big big fan of that. Big fan of that. Not because, because James I have Cook, James Cook in all of my dynasty leagues. When but. he plays, he plays well. But they don't utilize him enough or well enough or good enough. 
And to me, I feel like when you're a up-and-coming running back, you almost have to get that more consistent, like, stream of carries to really find your groove. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. You can't really play it. You can't really blame it on weapons. No. I mean, they have uh, Stefan Diggs. They have Gabe Davis. They have Cole Beasley. They have Dalton Kincaid. No, they don't have Beasley anymore. Wow. Oh, big loss. They have... Dawson Knox, but Dawson I think Knox he's hurt. and Dalton Kincaid, yeah. who's played great. So, like, they have plenty. You can't blame it on weapons. I do think that defense has struggled this year. I think that defense lost some pieces in the offseason. I mean, losing Tremaine Edmonds was huge. They traded away some pieces. And so, I think they're feeling the, the pain of that because also, like, as good as Josh Allen's been the last few years. You also have to keep in mind how good that defense has been the last few years, and it's not the same this year. So yeah. I think offensive line and defense and u- utilizing the run game would be better. But I don't know. I'm not a professional. I don't study this for a living. So I don't know. All I know is what is on the field doesn't look good. Yeah. Period. End of story. If I I think I remember reading a article on ESPN about the Bills' defense, uh, specifically like the player acquisition and movement. And I, if I'm remembering this correctly, they said that the defensive players that Buffalo has picked in recent years in the drafts were more raw prospects. So they might have that, you know, reinforcements coming, but it just might not be fast enough. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know, but I'm worried about the Bills. Yeah. I do know that. Uh, so you said something earlier talking about the Bills uh, in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. Did you know that Trevor Lawrence hurt his knee against the Colts in like week six? Good. That seems aggressive. But apparently... Should have won that game. You know why we lost? Why? Garner Minshew turning the ball over. Anyways. uh, Apparently Doug Peterson is now confident that that knee is fully healed and it's going to be able to open up that offense going forward. So there might be a bit of an offensive explosion he said specifically he wants to work in more play action more plays that take a little bit longer to develop because before they were kind of rushing the ball out of the pocket to protect lawrence from taking an unnecessary shot so now that he's back to full health you might see kirk and ridley start to get some more looks and that offense might be able to really do more outside of etn Jags might be good. They're, they won't be. They could be. They're going to lose the division to the Texans. But, you know, the Texans are coming. They're going to finish third in the division behind the Texans and but the Colts. But if there was a time to, like, you know, flip on a switch and kick it in the gear, I mean, now's that time, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, while we're on the Bills game, yeah, or you shifted to the Jags game. Okay. I don't know why we're talking about the Bills games. We're playing the Broncos. Obviously, oh, headlining the Broncos. Listen, listen. I was just you. You mentioned something about the Jags. I had something about the Jags. I thought I'd just throw it out there. Listen, listen. Transitions are easier when they're easier. Well, I wasn't gonna. Come on, Tom. How long have you been podcasting? Like a year and get some with it. Months. Listen, I wasn't gonna bring up the Jags game just to say that. I'm just kidding. Um. I will say I do think that I think people are panicking about the Jags, which doesn't make sense. They're six and three. They're playing good football. Uh, Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked, I think, the way a lot of people expected the jump to look this year, but he still looked fine. 
Uh, I, I don't have – I have a lot of faith in the Jags. I, I love the Texans, but I think the Jags still win the division. Yeah. Um, Colts are out of it. Gardner Minshew is our quarterback. Uh, but, anyway, the Bills lost to the Broncos. Let's talk about the Broncos. We've said it in the past. Russell Wilson has not been having a bad year. No. Right? The issue mainly has been that defense. Well, don't look now. The Denver Broncos have won three games in a row. Don't look now. The Denver Broncos have allowed 22, 9, and 17 points in their last three games. Nine points being against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and the, or not Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but uh, Michael Hardman, and the Kansas City Chiefs. This defense is playing well, and even better than that, Russell Wilson's playing well. He has been for the majority of the season. I think a lot of people automatically rode off the Broncos, the Denver Broncos. Patrick Mahomes on Monday night said, watch out for the Broncos. I think they're a playoff team. And that sounds crazy. But look at the standings. When you look at the standings, the division leaders are 6 and 3, 7 and 3, 6 and 3 and 7 and 2. But then after that, you have 5 and 5, 4 and 5, a couple of 6 and 3s in that AFC North, but they're the Browns and the Steelers, so hardly a 6 and 3. 5 and 4 with the Bengals, 5 and 4 with the Texans, 5 and 5 with the Colts, 5 and 5 with the Vegas Raiders, 5 or 4 and 5 with the Chargers, and then 4 and 5 with the Denver Broncos. There's only one team in the entire AFC that has less than four wins. And there's only two teams in the entire AFC that have more than, or that have seven or more. It's an exciting conference. This thing is wide open. Yeah. And they're the only team. The Broncos are the only team on a three-game win streak of all those non-division leaders I just mentioned. Are the Steelers not? The Steelers might be, but who cares? They're the Steelers. They're not going to make the playoffs. That seems aggressive and rude, and they are not. Thomas, let's be honest. This is the eleven and zero. No, I meant this is the eleven and zero Steelers, all no, over again. No, no, no. This team is a lot better than the eleven and zero Steelers. It's just bad coaching, uh, and it's specifically uh, one bad coaching. Uh, and he's been decent the last two weeks. And what have we done? We've won. You gonna tell me I'm wrong, bro? The Denver Broncos are the only team in the AFC on a three-game win streak. I'm not going to sit here and say the Denver Broncos are going to make the playoffs. I think you want to say that. But when 90% of the AFC has either four or five or six wins, and right now they're the hottest team in the AFC, I'm not saying it's impossible. Because a lot of teams have a lot of questions. The New York Jets have Zach Wilson as their quarterback. The Buffalo Bills have been awful as of recent. The Pittsburgh Steelers have Matt Canada running their offense. The Cleveland Browns just that, lost Deshaun Watson that, for the year. That, that was Cincinnati, Cincinnati is very up and down as of late. The Houston Texans, while they've been good for the last few games, do have a rookie quarterback, a rookie head coach, a rookie wide receiver as the best weapon. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders 
are on just the high from firing Josh McDaniels. The Los Angeles Chargers are disappointing yet again. Why not the Denver freaking Broncos? I think the Broncos have a weakness. And it is their, I think it's their run defense, although they looked really good against James Cook just in the sense that they forced him to fumble twice. Also very good against Isaiah Pacheco. But I mean, like, James also Cook, very good against Aaron Jones. I, I just, ah, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe the Broncos. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they are. Yeah. But I'm saying, why not? I think, like every other team I just mentioned, they have questions, right? Yeah. But I don't think those questions are as loud or as glaring as they were at the beginning of the season. Or yeah. even four games into the season when they were one and three. I don't know, man. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say the Denver Broncos are going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to have that on my conscience for when they inevitably don't win another game. Yeah. But why not the Denver Broncos? We've seen Sean Payton work magic before. Although, have we really? That's a different conversation, different time. Uh, Yo, we know that Cortland Sutton toe tap catch though. Yeah. That was crazy. We know how good Russell Wilson can be. We know how good Cortland Sutton can be. We know how good uh that offensive line can be. Like we we have pieces where we've seen glimpses over the last three years of a lot of players that are still on that team, but it's not worked. It's not come together. Wilson's looked bad. The coaching was bad. They're the hottest team in the AFC right now. Why not the freaking Denver Broncos, man? Shoot, the way you're talking about them, they sound about as dangerous as a 60-year-old stick of dynamite. I'd imagine that's still pretty dangerous. I don't know that C4 expires. That, I, I think that makes it more dangerous. Because uh, it gets unstable. Uh, that, that's, that's, uh, I was trying my hand at a southern saying. I've never heard that. I, I tried to invent one. Well. Why can't I create something? Why is that against the rules? Listen, man, fair enough. Fair enough. Exactly. Now, anyway, that's my rant on the Broncos. I Now, again, I want to make it very plain before... I know you have a headline. I want to make it very plain. I am not endorsing Broncos to the playoffs. It feels like you are. I am I not... I feel like you should not be ashamed I am of not that. saying the Broncos are the best team in the AFC right now. I'm saying they're the hottest team, and I'm saying... With all the questions of the rest of the people fighting for that five, six, seven seed in the wild card spots, why not? That's all I'm saying. I'm done. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but also, no, I'm kidding. You're about to roll your eyes at me. Probably. Because I'm about to talk about a player who only had a 24% snap usage. I'm just saying that... Maybe it's time to make a change at running back if you're a really good team and the guy you're giving the ball to the most averages 2.2 yards a carry. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying, I said it last week, the Ravens should run Keaton Mitchell more. Thomas, he had three carries. And he had... He had three carries! He had three carries for 34 yards, a tutty, and he also had a reception... For 32 yards. This guy moves the ball. Okay? That's all I'm saying. He had four total touches. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. And he had 60 total yards. 
Yeah, on two massive plays. Okay, maybe we should give the ball to him more. What's Gus, what's Gus Edwards doing other than nothing? On the other two carries, he had negative five yards. That's irrelevant. On the other two That's carries, irrelevant. he had negative five it's semantics. yards. semantics. He had one big catch. It's semantics. One big run. And then on half of his possessions had negative yardage. I'm just saying we know what Gus Edwards is. We don't know what this electric factory is. Why not turn to the person who could possibly finish the game with more than two yards of carry? That's all I'm saying. Listen, man. This I Ravens picked him up. team. This Ravens team. This this Ravens team could sneakily be the best team in the league. But they got to figure out how to run the ball with someone other than Lamar, and it appears like it's working. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? For 66% of the time on Sunday, yes. Listen, listen. Keaton Mitchell. 66% of the time on Sunday, yes. You are wrong. Keaton Mitchell. 66% of the time you, on Sunday. Can you calm down? You were wrong. Can you calm down? Okay. If anything, it was 50% of the time. Okay. No, you said run the ball. Whatever. The point is. He only ran it three times. Whatever. The point is. For two of those, it was negative yardage. Here's the thing, though, David. Here's the thing, though, David. He's only carried the ball like 13 times this season. He probably only needs 50 more yards to become the Ravens' leading running back rusher this season. Okay? They need something. J.K. Dobbins is a house of glass. You blow on him and he cracks. Gus Edwards is what Gus Edwards is, which is three good games a season and then 14 games of two yards a carry. And then you have you have this you have this new shiny rookie. He was an undrafted free agent. He's he's cheap. Not not you know what I mean. Why why not why not test the waters with what you don't know when you know what you have, you know it's not good, and you're that's probably the one thing keeping your team held like held back from being the best team in the league. Because I'm going to say the Ravens roster, offensively, defensively, and how they're playing, minus the running game, has been in the top of the league. The way your hair is sitting right now, you look like an emo kid. And you're wearing that black robe. You're like, listen to me, Mom. It's not just a phase. My mom did say my love for redheads was a phase. And it's been like 10 years. So I think she was wrong on that one. You weren't attracted to redheads before the age of 17? Seems pretty harassed. What? Seems to me like you were prejudiced against people with red hair until you turned 17. I don't know that I'd go with prejudice. I'm just saying that's like 10 years ago is when my mom said that. Bright red hair has uh, has been... It's, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. Since I was a child, dude. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. The cutest girls in fourth grade, to me, as a fourth grader, when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. not now, when I was in fourth grade, the cutest kids with the redheads. I dated two redheads in elementary school. Nice. One of them's name was Hunter. Weird name for a girl. Um, Are you name shaming? No. You're gonna get us canceled. What what is wrong with you? Listen, I know I've known a couple of girls named Hunter. What if the, what if I just the, think it's an odd name for a girl? What if there's a I a, think Shannon's an odd name for a guy. Shannon Sharp's one of the most successful dudes in the freaking world. Whoa, David. David, you can't just like go off on a tangent like that. It's not a tangent. I'm just saying it's You're odd gonna name. get us canceled. 
Anyway, one girl named Hunter, one girl named Sierra. Both had beautiful red hair. Yeah? Yep. David, a little player. Sierra broke up with me for some dude named Chuck. Sounds like what you're... What kind of 10-year-old goes by Chuck? Sounds like you're hanging on to this a little he bit, He was man. a loser, man. <laughs> Are you okay? I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, man. I don't remember a lot of things from elementary school, much less that, that degree of specificity. I remember every girl I dated in elementary school. Every single one? Yeah. How many? Uh, one, two, three, four, four, five. 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 I dated Taylor and Jordan in kindergarten. Same time. Oh, my God. My kindergarten yearbook picture, the yeah. whole class picture, my arm is around Jordan and I'm holding hands with Taylor. David. They knew. They were okay with it. Wow. First grade comes along. Sign of the times came a while ago. First grade comes along. And I was like, yo, Taylor, you still want to be my girlfriend? And she was like, no. So I was like, all right. Yo, Jordan, you still want to be my girlfriend? She was like, yeah. Me and Jordan dated. Longest relationship. Kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade. Beginning of third grade, Jordan broke up with me. I don't think she's allowed to do that. Jordan broke up with me. I was I was devastated. Isn't that what it's written into in like the fairy tale? It's like this you girl, guys were supposed to date for like 18 years. This girl who's obsessed married. with me. Mm-hmm. Her name was Karee. Karee? Karee. Like, like Karee Sun? Get it? Like Capri Sun? Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, not obsessed with me. When I was, I was, you know, I was a little kid. So I thought like, she was shy. She talked to me a lot. So I thought she was like obsessed with me. She was Wait, not. She was a very awesome girl. Hold on. Karee? Yeah, Curry. K A R I. Curry. K A R I. Curry. Interesting. Are you sure it wasn't Carrie? I am 100% positive. Okay. I also went to middle okay. and high school with this girl. Okay, okay. Maybe everyone just got it wrong the whole time and she didn't want to correct them, like Travis Kels. Oh just, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. Okay. Um, so I wanted to make Jordan jealous. So I got this girl who I knew liked me. I was like, yo, you should be my girlfriend. And she was like, bet. Curry. Yeah. It worked. Jordan got jealous. I was a, I was an a-hole when it came to women, so I dumped Curry like a sack of bricks. Uh, and I started dating Jordan again. She was devastated. Uh, she hated me for a lot of middle school. Uh, she didn't go to that school in fourth grade. I don't think it was because of me. But she didn't go to that school in fourth grade. And then in fifth grade, we were in the same school. She's like, I've been school with you. Ah! Hated me for a long time. We ended up becoming pretty good friends. She's married now. Great girl. Anyway, uh, Jordan and I broke up at the end of third grade. Devastated. And then, in fourth grade, dated Sierra. So, just to be clear. And oh, I and oh, sure. I dated Hunter. After me and Jordan broke up, I dated Hunter for a while. Then me and her broke up. Then, fourth grade, Sierra. So, just so we're clear, you started Curry's Villain Era early for a one-semester-long elementary school relationship? Correct. Okay, okay. Listen, dude, I was a, Listen, I was a I'm player. I'm just glad that we clarified that. I was a player and I was an a-hole. I was the worst. Was? Yeah. I Where? feel like I'm pretty respectful and nice now. Fair enough. Am I not? No, no you are. Not to you. That's because your legs don't work. Thank you. <laughs> That's not true. I'm not ableist. <laughs> I'm nice and respectful. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I, I feel like I'm pretty nice and respectful to women nowadays. No one said you weren't. I mean, you implied it, though. When did I do that? With the face you made when I said that. I, I mean, like, I was making 
light at a specific instance, which I thought was a little funny, but... You're talking about CC? Huh? CC? CC? Man, I got no idea what you're talking about right now. We're going to... I'm going to... The I'm crazy gonna... girl I dated? Is oh, that what you're talking no. about? No. Well, oh. oh, no. But now I am thinking about I that. I kind of treated her badly, but she was crazy. Kind of? She was crazy. Kind of. She was crazy, dude. I couldn't get rid of her. Dude, I saw a Reddit story I told that her I, was, I thought was about you. Multiple times that I wasn't interested. Yeah. How? What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know, man. I was just... Listen, listen. No one's, no one's attacking you here, buddy. We're just talking about... I feel like... I feel like <laughs> I sound like a complete POS right now. <laughs> you, you got so defensive so fast. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about football or do you want to keep talking? No, let's talk about football. <laughs> I mean, you gave us elementary school. I sound like less of an a-hole. <laughs> Listen, I had a lot of one-month-long girlfriends. I had David, a lot. David, David, nothing before, like, your junior year of high school counts. Sweet. <laughs> Don't worry. Although that thing with Callie was like senior year, so. Well, I gave you an out. I'm crap. I just <laughs> I said her you. name. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> you could have just been like, oh, it was in California. <laughs> Although I did date two Callies in high school, so no one knows which one. And they were both. Never mind. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna... No one knows which one because watch was it was both of them. <laughs> I promise I'm not a jerk. Hey man, do you need a new shovel? We'll just cut all that out. <laughs> no, that was too long to cut out. Oh my god! Listen, we Keaton all make Mitchell mistakes. Is a stud. We all make mistakes. Keaton Mitchell's had six total snaps this season. He's had like thirteen. Listen, Get your facts straight. I am not going to sit here and say that you are wrong. I do think they need to look at something new when it comes to the running back position. I'm not going to say you're wrong. But you need to calm down on okay, Keaton okay. Mitchell. David, David, David. You are obsessed with this kid. David. Obsessed who's, is a who's strong. Who's barely played. Obsessed is a strong word. Okay, listen. I'm just willing to call my shot. Unlike you and the Broncos. Okay? I am calling my shot. Keaton Mitchell is going to be a guy. We'll see. Listen, I hope we I'm wrong. Because my team's in the same division as his. see. But I'm confident. In other news. I feel it. In other fingers. news. I would like to revisit our MVP predictions last season. Or last week. Oh, boy. I may or may not be leaning more and more towards your MVP prediction. CJ? CJ Stroud. Man. Let me just tell you what C.J. Stroud did in this game against the Cincinnati Bengals. C.J. Stroud was 23 of 39 for 356 yards, a touchdown and an interception, and had a touchdown on the ground. That interception was a bad interception, but it's his second interception of the season. Currently, he is leading the NFL in passing yards. Actually, I think he might be behind Sam Howell. He's either first or second in the league in passing yards. He's number one in the league in touchdown-to-interception ratio, and it is the first time in NFL history 
a rookie quarterback through 10 games has had this kind of success when it comes to touchdown to interception ratio and passing yards as C.J. Stroud. This, this isn't just, oh, he's the best rookie quarterback so far that we've seen. After this game, after last game, this is also, by the way, uh, like the third comeback he's led in the last two minutes of regulation this season. No big deal. You know what's kind of crazy to think about? This isn't just a really good rookie. He is playing like one of, if not the best quarterback in the National Football League right now. You know what's kind of crazy? What? That there's like a mini iceberg from Baker Mayfield hurting his shoulder. Right? Baker Mayfield with the Browns hurts his shoulder, plays through it. Gets hit again, gets hurt more, plays through it. Plays terribly, right? Okay. Uh, Browns decide they want to move on. So they send Baker to Carolina, who then goes to L.A., who's now in Tampa and is having just an incredible year for... I wouldn't say incredible. He's having a really good year. For him. I wouldn't say incredible. (laughs) I mean, like, given the trajectory of his career the last two seasons, I think think it's incredible. Anyway, so then Cleveland decides to... They bring in Deshaun Watson. Trade for Deshaun Watson. So um, the uh, Texans are now quarterbackless. Yes. So, and they bring in Lovey Smith. They draft horrible job, C.J. Stroud, or maybe great job, because he won that game and removed him from Bryce Young. I'm just saying. Uh, <clears throat> Fair enough. The Browns start this season with Josh Dobbs on roster. They cut him because they have Deshaun Watson. He goes to Arizona, balls out, and is now in Minnesota and balling out. So there's just this crazy little... That's the butterfly effect, baby. I know, but it's so like... It, it's, it played out this time. It feels like a lot more aggressively and a lot quicker than it normally does. Yeah. And it's just wild to see. So, uh... But not only C.J. Stroud, man, who I think is at least in the running for the most valuable player in the national football. Has to be, dude. At least in the running, if Has not at top. To be. This I think roster's not that good. I think currently the odds on favorite are still Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But makes sense. Nonetheless, man, he should start every season as the odds on favorite. Yeah, I agree. But this kid is playing out of his mind. But it's not just him. Devin Singletary Devin Singletary has 30 catches or had 30 rushes for 150 yards. Mm-hmm. And a touchdown. Uh, Nico Collins goes down, who has so far has been the number one wide receiver yeah. uh, in Houston this week or this year. Yeah. Noah Brown, the tight end, steps up seven catches, 172 yards. Tank Dell has six catches for 56 yards and a touchdown. Uh, this defense had um, a, two turnovers against Joe Burrow, they forced two interceptions. What? This Texans team, dude. This Texans team is really trying to win this division. Yeah. This C.J. Stroud kid is really trying to win the MVP. At what D'Amico Ryans is working I was wonders. About to say, at what point do we got to talk about D'Amico Ryans and Coach of the Year? Yeah. And I think when you look at, when you look at C.J. Stroud, is part of it probably D'Amico? Sure. Yeah, sure. That's reasonable. The OC, the yeah. quarterbacks coach, I'm sure, like, I think he is 
ninety percent of this is probably just his incredible talent. Yeah. But I think a lot. I think at least ten percent, if not fifteen, probably coaching in there, whatever. But when you look at the rest of this roster, who can you give credit to other than D'Amico? Could you imagine if the Texans messed around and tried and went out and got T. Higgins? Dude. Dude. I'm just, like, dude. I'm just saying, dude. Like, yeah, that'd be pretty good. I think, I think, I think T. Higgins, if he gets traded this summer, is going to be traded for more than he should because I think it'll be a. Isn't this the last year of his contract? Yeah. Or wait, not, so he wouldn't be traded this summer. Yeah, but I doubt that they just. I bet they tag him. They tag and trade him. Or they trade his rights. Maybe. Maybe. Um. Because, like, to lose a player of that caliber in a position yeah. that valuable for nothing, like, yeah. the Bengals <clears throat> hopefully know better than that. I would hope so. Um, but I think if he does get traded and he is put into a situation where he is available to be traded, I think he's going to be traded for more than he normally would because I think there's going to be a two-headed race for him between Houston and Carolina. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I think Houston will win it. Yeah. Um, similar to the Chicago Blackhawks in the NHL when we do our games to watch, if we did that with the NFL, which we said we were, we haven't yet. Yeah. Uh, I would say watch the Texans, just like I'm saying watch the Blackhawks. So, and you can see Connor Bedard when it comes to the Blackhawks. So you can see CJ Stroud. This kid can play freaking ball. Dude. Yeah, dude. It's it's amazing to watch. And dude, like we were, we were like, props to Ohio State for finally putting out a quarterback that doesn't suck <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, and then enough. transition the wide receiver. Fair enough. And still anyway, suck. your next headline. Blah, blah, blah. My next headline: the New England Patriots. We gotta talk about it. Mac Jones has been bad this season. Uh, reportedly, he's lost the locker room. And that's a report coming from a source inside the locker room. The team just doesn't believe in him anymore. And uh, the team also hasn't announced, you know, their starter going forward. Did he? Was it his worst game? No, I wouldn't say that. But the manner that he was benched after throwing that pick, and Bailey Zappi did also throw a pick. I don't think Zappi's better than Mac Jones at all. Uh, but the Patriots look like they might be done dead in the water I don't know that Mac Jones has had a horrible season yeah in 10 games he's got a 66 almost 66 point or 65 point four so almost 66 point 66 percent completion percentage he's got 2031 yards he's got 10 touchdowns sure he's got the 10 interceptions but I mean that's second in the league yeah like I'm I don't I don't think he's had a horrible season. I, I don't think... I don't I, think Mac Jones is the problem with this Patriots team. I don't know, dude. Like, here's the thing, right? Like, he, has he been terrible? No, he hasn't. But with that, like, there's been a lot of smoke around Mac Jones and his attitude concerning the team. I think, like, there's just... With all the I think there's fire there. And I think Mac Jones might be the problem... Not on the field, but off the field. 
I don't know, man. I mean, Maybe. like, it seems like Mac Jones is the real-life Bo Callahan from some of the reports. And some of it is rumors, so it's not, you know, you can't look at everything and say, ah, oh, it's true. But there's been a lot I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just a, a Mac believer, which I definitely am. But um, I don't think he's had a horrible season. He's obviously not played great by any stretch. Like he's not been the best quarterback in the world. But I think when you look at that roster, when you look at how that offense has looked as a whole, not just Mac, but the way it's been called, like the offensive line is bottom three in the NFL. Like. Mac Jones is a quarterback who had over the last three seasons since he's been in the league probably had the worst, if not the second worst offensive line in all of football. He's had three different offensive coordinators. He's had an amalgamation of different pieces in there to be weapons. If you can even call the pieces, he does have weapons. Like I think he's been dealt a raw hand in the NFL Mm -hmm. and he has still played well through it. And so I like I don't think he's great. I don't think he's perfect. I don't think he's a top fifteen quarterback, but I don't think he's the bigger issue when it comes to the New England Patriots. I'm just saying the Patriots right now are mocked to have the They're third. Bad. They're mocked to have the third overall pick. They're bad. I don't foresee them winning many more games this year. They're bad. I'm not disagreeing uh, with that. My, I just don't think here's, Mac is the here's the chief issue. Yeah, yeah. But here's what I'm getting at. If they end up Coming out with the second overall pick. Do you take Drake May? I'm not as big a believer in Drake May as a lot of people. Okay, well, Penix? No, Michael Penix has been incredible. My, my point is... I don't is, know. I like, do you, I like Penix better than May. My point but, is, is do you, do you draft a quarterback? I don't think so. Okay. And here's why. One, like I said, don't think Mac's the issue. So why not spend that second overall pick on Marvin Harrison Jr.? Why not spend that second overall pick and give him a legitimate weapon? So then you can see. It's the last year of his contract, rookie contract. Give him a legitimate weapon so you can see what he is. Yeah. Also, a lot of things are pointing to Bill Belichick no longer being in the locker room. Right. No longer being the coach Next of year. the New England Patriots. Which I think is... Real done. According um, to ESPN, he's already picked out his next spot. I saw that too. Uh, could you imagine? I think I might know where it is. Could you imagine Bill Belichick going to the Los Angeles Chargers? I wasn't even considering the Chargers. The Chargers fire Brandon Staley, bring in Bill Belichick. It's the Patriots 2.0. They win four Super Bowls before he dies in his coaching office. And LA is a big market. Anyway, um, that's different speculation for a different time. But why not? If they have a different head coach next year, I think that reinvigorates this team. They probably hire a different offensive coordinator because Bill O'Brien has not been good this year outside of literally one game against the Patriots. Well, it's common with with a new head coach to get a whole new staff. And so, I don't know, man. I, I think you give him one more year. And worst case scenario, let's say all this stuff happens. You have a new coach. You have new offensive and defensive coordinators. Like you have a lot of new. So if you're bad, it's expected. And so then you have the excuse to get rid of Mac, not sign him again, not re-sign Mac. And then you go get like Shador Sanders. Yeah. 
or another really good quarterback. Because like we're there's a lot of really good young quarterbacks right now in college football. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not Robert Kraft. I think here's what I think. Here's here, my take and what I think will happen. I think this is Mac Jones last season starting for the Patriots. I think he's going to get traded and they're going to Vegas. Fair. Uh, Minnesota, if Kirk leaves. Because Kirk's a free agent this season. I don't think Kirk season. leaves, though. Well, I mean, they're, yeah, but that Vikings D team, like, there's been a lot of, like, speculation around Kirk being, like, good but not good enough, you know? And sometimes those voices can get loud and an owner can get restless. So, especially 36 years old coming off an Achilles, I could see the Vikings going the cheap route of Mac Jones because his cap hits only 5 mil next year. Uh, and using that cap space that they're getting from Kirk's contract to go fill in some holes. Uh, let's see here. I would not be surprised if the Jets took a swing at him. I don't think that would happen. But as a better backup for Rodgers, possibly some, you know, sitting a year under Rodgers could do some good. I could see the Packers if they're not sold on love. Like I think there's I think there's opportunities. I think there's options. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just I really don't think Mac is the problem. Yeah. I think Mac has been a problem this year. Mm-hmm. But I think every phase of that team has had significant problems. Yeah. And so when you talk about the list of problems, I think Mac is at the bottom. That's fair. Uh, I especially think that he is gone, though, if they bring in a new coach. Because co- like, whenever a coach gets there and they need, like, not necessarily need a quarterback, but they're picking high, it always feels like coaches want to go out and get their guy, you yeah. know? I don't know, man. We'll see. We will see. That we will. My next headline, probably my last headline, the Cleveland Browns. First of all, thought this was going to be a very different game than it was. Yeah. Not the outcome. I did think the Pan- uh, Panthers. I did think the Ravens were going to win, but that's not even what I'm talking about. This was 31-33. to 33. Yeah. <laughs> These are the two best defenses in the National Football League. And this was 31-33, to 33, and only one touchdown in this game was defensive. Yep. What? But anyway, um, Deshaun Watson – was Deshaun Watson again in the second half of this football game. He was 14 of 14. Led a fourth quarter comeback to beat the best defense, division rival, Baltimore Ravens. This was the year. This was the moment. This was his coming out saying, I am back, baby. You all counted me out. I haven't been playing well, but I'm back. Well... Turns out, in the first quarter of that game, he uh, went down temporarily with an injury. Turns out to be a broken bone in his throwing shoulder. Deshaun Watson, having season-ending surgery, will not return. Bet they wish they had Dobbs now. So here's my question to you. They've won six games this year. Three of them have been under the tutelage of old Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. Three of them were under the backup quarterbacks of DTR and PJ Walker. PJ Walker. So as good as this defense is, 
do we think their season is done? Or can they continue and try to make some sort of playoff push and hopes and have hopes of their historically good defense to make some sort of noise with either DTR or PJ Walker? Normally, I would say no. This team is done. Uh, because the division they're in is very strong. I think the only threat to their playoff chances is Cincinnati. If Cincinnati turns it up and looks like the Cincinnati of the last two years, the second half of the season, then yeah. I don't think that – I think that this division has all the makings of a full like full division making the playoffs. I don't think they can do that, though, this season without Deshaun. So as if Cincinnati stays kind of sputtering through the season I and they can stay above Cincinnati, I think they can make the playoffs. Uh, and, like, what I mean, I don't think Cincinnati is going to be bad, but I could see them being, like, one, two games below Cleveland because that defense is so good that it does steal wins and the, it does a lot of the work for the offense a lot of the time. So... I do think that they can still make the playoffs, but I would be paying a lot of attention to what's going on in the rest of the division, especially if Pittsburgh also turns it up. Because Pittsburgh sits at six and three, but they don't deserve to be six and three. You know, see, and that's what I was going to say. Please don't take offense to this. I see the Browns a lot like the Steelers. This is a team that has won six games on the backs of their defense, yeah. both teams. But I have a lot more faith in the Steelers' offense figuring it out than I do the Browns' offense with P.J. Walker or DTR. And don't forget Jerome Ford. Whichever one goes forward. Uh, because like it w- this would be a completely different situation if they still had Chubb, who just had a second surgery. Yeah. Uh, like, I... I just... I. It's I tough, think dude. both of these teams... In this, both of these teams in this division, the Steelers and the Browns, I think... Are are gonna fight for a third playoff spot? I think Cincinnati figures it out. They won four yeah. in a row. They lost a, a nail biter to the Houston Texans. Yeah. I'm not holding it against them. I still think this Cle- uh, Cincinnati team's got it figured out. I think they're gonna skyrocket. I think they're coming gonna come in second in the division. Yeah, it'd be- and I think I think one of these two teams, the Browns and the Steelers, are gonna be fighting for a wild card spot in third place in the division. And honestly. I think I have more faith in the Steelers and their offense figuring it out. Because when even when you look at those games that were won by P.J. Walker and DTR, they weren't won by P.J. Walker and DTR. They were won by the Cincinnati defense or by the referees Yeah, um, in the Colts game. But the Steelers' offense has won them games. The Steelers' offense they beat looks the like it can be good. Yeah. It's... I... I, I I don't know what it is that's missing. Because, like, surely it has to be – like, actually, I do know. It's offensive line, but it's coaching. But the coaching's been good the last two weeks, and it's very confusing and kind of shocking my, like, sense of foundation. I don't care for it. Yeah, fair enough, man. Anyway, I don't know. I I, I think – I hate to say it because that defense is so good, but I I think the the Browns are down on that. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame. Amari Cooper's career is going to be wasted. He needs to get out of there. 
Yeah. He I don't place he could go that needs a good wide receiver. Yeah, dude, Houston. I was thinking Indianapolis, but I mean they already make trades together, Houston and Yeah. Cleveland. But so do Cleveland and Indy. Trent Richardson. Famous win of a trade for the Colts. <laughs> I don't know that I'd call it a win of a trade. Oh, it was for the Browns. Um but anyway. You got a last final headline? Uh, my final headline, and this is not so much a related to the game, like a game that was played this week, but uh, Carolina is in trouble. Like long term, they're in trouble. Uh, they could have really used that pick that Chicago has this year, which is uh, projected to be the first overall pick. Which is kind of funny if you think about it. They traded up to get the first overall pick to get Bryce Young last year. And now they've given the Bears Caleb Williams. I was about to say, what does is, what is Chicago do with that? Do they still have faith oh, in no. Fields? If you do have, they draft Caleb Williams? If you have Caleb Williams, you take Caleb Williams. Like, I don't know. He's not looked great in a lot of games this year. Yeah, but... He has in a lot of games, and he's not in a lot of games. I mean, I, I, I think... In... The Pac-12. I think the only situation where you don't take Caleb Williams is a situation where your pick is in the 20s, not the teens or the top 10. Um, But they traded up to get Bryce Young at number one. I don't think it's a stretch to say that Caleb Williams is a better prospect than Bryce Young. And they, they, they essentially traded Caleb Williams for Bryce Young. Yeah. And that's... Funny to me. Yeah. But this is a team that only really has two dogs, quote-unquote. Uh, and one of them is like 34 years old and Adam Thielen. So he's not going to be around for a while. The other one is Brian Burns, who has to be getting frustrated with the direction this team's going in. Yeah, All their younger prospects have been looking to regress. And I'm not referring to Bryce Young because we don't have a baseline with Bryce Young. And Trevor Lawrence has proven recently that a rookie season is a rookie season if it's terrible. I also think there's a lot of people. Yeah. I have not watched a lot of Carolina film. I have not watched a lot of like highlights of Carolina games. Mm. Um, so I, I personally have not seen it. Yeah. But a lot of people who are a lot smarter than me have said Bryce Young has been playing a lot better than you people think. The decisions that he's making have been good. Turnovers, not good, obviously. Yeah. But he's had a bad offensive line. He doesn't really have weapons outside of a 34-year-old wide receiver in Adam Thielen. And so um, a lot of people are still very high on Bryce Young. And so I'm not willing to count him out yet. My problem with the Panthers, and I think that the offense looks a lot better than it should because of Adam Thielen, Every team forces their star player the ball, right? Yeah. That's natural. But uh, it feels like this team is just hitting them a lot harder. So Adam Thielen, in nine games, has 86 targets, 68 receptions, 652 yards, and four touchdowns. That's a good season. The second leader in targets is Mingo, their second-round pick from this year. Uh, he's got 45 for 220 and zero touchdowns. Like the offense has to be more distributed. And I know that the offensive line has regressed super hard. Uh, It come in a, 
Inouye, I believe, was their first round pick last season. He like only allowed like five sacks last season, and he's already allowed like six this season. Yeah, he's regressing super hard. And this team thought that they had their foundational pieces in Brian Burns, Ekim, and Young, but it looks like Ekim is not that guy. And as long as that piece is missing. It's going to hamper Bryce Young's development, especially when he only has one target to throw to. Yeah. And they don't have that first-round pick this year to help bolster that team. So I think this is going to be a three-, four-season turnaround for the Panthers. They took a swing, and it just it didn't work out, not because of the pick, but because of the roster. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um I think they're going to have to do a really good job drafting. Yeah, and using developing. Using free agency. Uh, in order to not waste Bryce Young's career. Yeah. I really think. Uh, but, like you said, we saw it happen in Jacksonville. It's not impossible. Uh, but we will see. We will. We will. Listen, there's one more thing. Okay. I found this graphic. Uh, I want to see oh, if you can I got guess one. it. I got one last thing, too. Okay. Go. Um, the five worst teams in the NFL, their last 16 games. Okay. I want you to see if you can figure it out. There's only really one team on here that I think is a surprise. But uh, I think it's funny. So, worst team, the five worst teams in the NFL in their last 16 games, record-wise. Steelers. No. No, they've been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Cardinals? Cardinals are number one, 2-14. The worst team over the last... Three seasons, or uh, over the last 16 games in the NFL. Um, Chicago. The Chicago Bears are number three at 3-13, three and 13, or tied for number three. Number two is also 3-13. and 13. Over the last 16 games. Did I, I, I already guessed Arizona. Yeah, that was number one. Yeah, so Arizona, Chicago. Um... Over the last five seasons? Over the last 16 games. Oh, duh. How did I miss that one? Last 16 games. Is it the Colts? No. Really? Come on. What? What, what? They were bad last season. And we won five games this season. That's great. That's five more than you won last season. That's obviously hyperbole. It's not. We won four games last Atlanta? Year. Uh, no. Really? Carolina? Carolina is fourth... At Duh. four and twelve, Duh. nope, five and eleven. They're fifth at five and eleven. So there's another. There's, you're missing two teams. One is three and thirteen over the last sixteen, and one is four and twelve over the last sixteen. Jeez, it can't be the Giants or the Jets. Is it the Giants or the Jets? No. Okay, okay, that's what I was thinking. I'm glad we're on the same Browns. No, duh, six and three. Um, why is this so hard? One of these teams, all three of their wins in this 3-13, and 13, their last 16 games, have come this season. How many wins do the Saints have? I have no idea. Not the Saints, then. Not Broncos? No. Raiders? No. no. I feel like someone's screaming at me right now, and I'm sorry. Detroit? No. no. Both no. of these are pretty surprising. Minnesota? Thomas, you're naming teams that have more than four or three wins this season alone. Calm down, Jeffrey. Calm down. Okay. I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, do that. Number four at four and 12, 
is the New England Patriots. Ah, I was gonna. I wanted to guess them, but I didn't want to guess them. And number two, which I think is hilarious and awesome, over their last sixteen games are three and thirteen. The Tennessee Titans. They're bad. <laughs> Losers. That's tough. Sorry, oh, that's Titans tough. fans. But yeah, no. I, I thought that was an interesting graphic. A couple of surprises on there. Um, not great. Uh, so I saw a uh, very popular Eagles page posted, like a fan page. Uh, this was a serious discussion, mind you, about the Eagles' likeliness of going undefeated the rest of the season. Likelihood. Well, whatever. Uh, Playing the Chiefs this week. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear what their next five games are? Sure. Uh, they play the Chiefs this week, as you alluded to. Then the Bills. Then the 49ers. Then the Cowboys, and then the Seahawks. I'm going to go with a very low likelihood of them going undefeated I through think, the next five games. I think they lose at least two. Like, that's just and such that's, a stacked run. Like, dude. <laughs> and I think the Eagles right now are better than all of those teams except the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, but just back but to nonetheless, back to back. Nonetheless, back to back to back to back, yeah. They're, that's a tough one. They're going to lose at least one or two of those games. Yeah, and then the last three games, they play the Giants twice and the Cards once. Like, that, that's a favorable Three one. losses right there. Yeah, yeah, no. absolutely. <laughs> but uh, listen, I don't know who you think the Eagles are going to lose to. I don't know if C.J. Stroud is going to win the freaking MVP, man. I do. I don't know if you think Keaton Mitchell is that dog. I don't know if the Broncos are going to make the playoffs. But uh, I don't know about you, but uh, we're we're just just here so we don't get fined. fined.